We're just seeing the beginning of this landscape in which a person buys their social interactions rather than having them. This the ability to have a conversation or not is that in a world where you can't have a conversation with someone or you can't leave your house, you can't have a conversation with lots of people, you can't have lots of meaningful interactions and meaningful relationship, that's a world in which people need to purchase their friendship. They need to purchase their social life. I am Carrie, and this is From the Hip, episode three, with some intro music this time. I was contemplating the business known as Chewy, the online subscription-based pet food company. I was contemplating their specific practice of giving special treatment to pet owners whose pets had died. I had been reading some comments about this. One uh, subscriber to Chewy described when they canceled half of their monthly order, they you know, were asked why, and when they said that one of their pets had died, uh, Chewy gave them the other half of that order that month for free. Another instance um, occurred when a person canceled their monthly order and, and, you know, they're asked for feedback. Why are you canceling? They said, well, my pet died. And that person received a lovely bouquet delivered to them. People were responding to these comments I was reading. Wow, what, yeah, that's, that's great. That's, that's so nice of them to do that. And it's like, yeah, but it's like, they, you know, they care about their customers. And some of the comments had to do with turning customers into lifetime customers just by that small thing. And so several hours after reading these comments, I slipped into contemplation. And I very quickly realized that while it might be what we, what we generally recognize as a benevolent action, a friendly action, a caring, a, a warm, heart-filled action was actually turned into a method of business. I, I think that perhaps in some sense that some of this heartfeltness might be maintained, but what the reason that my thoughts struck uh, somewhat uncomfortably on the subject is I was thinking about the uh, founder of the company's you know, being known for this amazing business acumen who that created this amazing company in Chewy. And I thought, oh, yes, you know, this this decision to send bouquets and give um, discounts and so forth, uh, slashing bills, were business decisions. You know, they originated in contexts of, okay, how can we build c- customer reliability? You know, asking a question like that. It's a competitive market. Everybody can just get their pet food from Amazon or the you know or the store, and it's it's a somewhat impersonal uh, transaction. You know, I think about I, I buy dog food every month. I have four dogs. Three of them are guard dogs for my sheep. But so you know, I buy dog food every month, and I pick out you know a a blend of foods. You know, so I've got I've got a bag of puppy chow. I have a bag of high protein. I've got a couple other. Um, modest dog foods, and then then one kind of lower end one, and they can do what they want with them. And so it's a pretty impersonal um, task for me to buy dog food. But think about think about having strong feelings about the company you buy your dog food from, and you 
or your cat food for that matter, or whatever it might be. Maybe it's fish food. So, uh, but developing a loyalty to that company, not uh, not because you know the owners. You know, you know the owners live a few streets away, and you like to chat with them when you come into their store. But but because they sent you a bouquet of flowers when your dog died, and it wasn't it wasn't Jim, and it wasn't Ryan, the founder, and it wasn't Sally or Greg. It was Chewy. It was the company. And they send those bouquets or give rebates or whatever you might want to call it every day to someone whose pet died. And they do that as a tactic. They do that to generate loyalty. They use a benevolent gesture to generate revenue. What is all the more amazing about the circumstance is that this is a service that is actually needed in this time. What do I mean by that? Well, if you could leave your house, or if you are brave enough to leave your house at this moment, the question is, what do you have outside of your house? Do you have friends? Um, Do you have people that you can tolerate? Can you have a conversation about a difficult topic with someone who doesn't agree with you without accusing them of bad or without or just or just have the conversation are you afraid to have a number of different conversations for me the answer is yes Uh, i don't i guess not afraid but i just i just know that there are conversations that lead to nowhere and so you know my decision i guess is less from fear a lot of times just to avoid wasting my energy was what it feels like so you know so i can identify with at least that example and that that cuts down on the the friendliness, the amount of friends that I could have, it cuts down on because because if you can't have a conversation that's difficult, you you're um, bound to be putting restrictions on meaning in your relationships, and you're also bound to be restricting your number of relationships. You know, and so if you have less friends, you have less people who are going to care. I mean, you know, by care, I mean support. I, I want to I start using that word more particularly. Care, as in gesture. They, um, not just gesture. Care. Make care. Do, as in um, do deeds of care. Not care as an emotional response. So, but anyway, you, you, you have less friends who care. You have less friends who have remote emotional responses to you. And at this time in the world, people have never more needed to have a company, not a person, but a company whom they've never met, send them condolences about the death of their pet, about anything. And so this purchased loyalty is, it represents to me some peak, represents to me the possible I think some would call it the pinnacle of capitalism. I want to say it's something... I, I, I want to use the word crypto-fascist. I'm going to have to look that up. I've heard that somewhere, and it, and it, and it rings. I think it rings for me because I think we're actually in a fascist state. A, a lot of Western states are. It's not It's not overt. You know, nobody's. Nobody who's part of it is calling it fascist. 
But you know, at the at the peak of that story is a story wherein individuals can't get along with anybody, and so they instead they get along with sort of nobody, which is a company. You know, a, a company is obviously a lot of somebodies, but it's nobody in particular. But this this manufactured this purchased loyalty is something that has long been has long been a something like it has long been at, at the front of commerce you know people will perhaps knowing that a person's going through a struggle say hey you know don't worry about this bill or hey don't worry about paying this bill this month don't worry about paying it in the next six months something like that uh, but, th- you know, these sorts of things have started. They've begun with a community. Uh, it, it just happens to be that business was part of a community and that these people that were inter- trading one- amongst one another in this formalized corporate fashion happened to still be neighbors and and so forth. And the the compassion or the that was expressed was generally felt was it was true. And now we are looking at it at a, an instance in which every person whose cat pet dies, not only are they targeted for loyalty, they more or less depend on. I guess I, I guess I've misspoken. This has actually gone away a bit from what I, I in, initially thought of before recording, which was that we're just seeing the beginning of this landscape in which a person buys their social interactions rather than having them. And and that's kind of where I was going with this the ability to have a conversation or not, is that in a world where you can't have a conversation with someone or you can't leave your house you can't have conversation with lots of people. You can't have lots of meaningful interactions and meaningful relationships. In in the, the world that we're heading toward, you know, if we just get more of what we already have, that's a world in which people need to purchase their friendship. They need to purchase their social life. And I guess in, in, in different ways, we've been heading toward that, or we've been doing that for quite a while, but... Um, now I think it's on a new emotional level, a new emotional front, because it's changed. You know pr- what 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 that used to mean. Purchasing their social life meant purchasing drinks at a bar or paying to access some other social arena. That's that's kind of what was going through my mind there. This is a whole other ballgame. So I I find that troubling. I find that a little troubling, and I think that if just given the the time to contemplate this subject, this is a place that we would maybe choose not to go. I'm not saying that you should not buy your pet food from Chewy. To me, it would make basically zero difference, in fact, because I don't know the ladies who run the uh, cashier's desk at the local farm store, uh, and we never have any sort of conversation anymore since Bevy died. Rest in peace. But so that I would be, I would be replacing nothing. It would actually would be in, in a, possibly an upgrade for me if, well, heaven forbid, one of my dogs dies. As a matter of fact, actually, one of them almost did die ten days ago. Nevertheless, I want to come back to. It does matter to me that the local store keeps standing. Uh, businesses come and go, and that I would rather that they stand close by and they uh, they do all the other things, provide all the other goods that I want. And so 
the Chewy service is nothing to me. Maybe if I, you know, see the ripe age of 75 and need someone else to carry my dog food around, hopefully in the door and set it in the closet uh, or wherever that might be, right? So (laughs) uh, then I'll be concerned about lifting a 50-pound bag of dog food. But for now, I'm a young man and I could use the exercise. So I want to end off by saying that I don't want to. I don't want it to sound as if I abhor the decision of Chewy to do what they're doing. I just found it rather off-putting to consider it in the context of strategy, as opposed to merely a decision which would arrive just out of out of genuine compassion, uh, and that I think that. This raises really interesting questions about where we're headed. Uh, as I've mentioned, that we would see the all-out commercialization of of social values, uh, relational values. That is um, compassion. So that is all that I wanted to share at this time. I uh, thank you for your time and your attention.